When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Ben and Skin Show 105.3 The Fan. On Tuesday, we interviewed Robert Quinn, the new edge rusher for the Dallas Cowboys. Unfortunately, a little bit later in the day, he fractured his hand. Now, he's expected to return by week one, so we decided to go ahead and air our visit with him because it was a lot of fun. Here's our interview with Robert Quinn. Joining us now on the Ben and Skin Show is one of the newest Dallas Cowboys and one that we hope accumulates <laughs> a lot of sacks this year, Robert Quinn. How you doing, Robert? I'm good. How you doing? We're doing great. Thanks for taking the time to join us. And uh, it's interesting because you follow the whole league and certain guys kind of become available in different times of the year. And mm-hmm. when your name popped up, we were kicking you around on the show. <laughs> Could he be a fit? And lo and behold, <laughs> you're a fit. So how did it come to be that uh, you became a Dallas Cowboy? Uh, you know, not to, I've been asked this question a few times and I keep running it back through my head, but, you know, it was really, it really came down to, to my gut, you know, my gut feeling, you know, I, well, really between here and New Orleans were my two visits. Um, and just from walking in the building from both places, this, the Cowboys felt like, like home to me, um, like where I was supposed to be. So, you know, I just trusted my gut and, uh, you know, decided to make being a Dallas Cowboy my new home but uh you know I wish it was more to the story besides just listening to my gut but that's really how it how it came came about well we're super stoked that you did listen to your gut because <laughs> it gives this team just this elite pass rush I uh-huh. mean what does it mean to you to have the difference between just having one elite edge rusher and having two and with D-Law here as well, does that help you uh, with him drawing some attention? And does it help him with you drawing attention? Uh, I think it's going, well, it's going to be great for our whole D-line in general. I mean, you know, they, they, they can only use so many people to protect or, you know, they're not going to have enough guys to get out on a route. So it's, it's going to be, you know, I guess checks and balances on both sides. But, uh, you know, I don't think it's just me and D-Law who's going to cause some effect to the game. You know, you look at our D-line from uh, – you know, we got Ty, we got Malik, uh, who else? Ross, you know, Woody. You know, we got a we got a good group of guys, and everyone's going to contribute some way, some fashion. But uh, I mean, it's it's really just, I guess, building that brotherhood with everyone. Um, and of course, I mean, D Law's going to get some double teams. I'm sure I'll get some double teams. But it's the ones, the, the op- opportunities when you get the one on ones, you got to take advantage, no matter who's out there. So uh, I think that's just how we. Set our, you know, really just go out there and play. Once we get our one-on-one, take advantage of it and make something happen. So Rod is a legendary guy. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, hearing the different guy, like we've known Tyrone forever and the way he uh-huh. talks about Rod and the reverence he, he holds him in. Did you know him before you got here? Had you crossed paths with him before? Uh, well, one, I was coming out, uh, dra- or, you know, dra- my draft year, um, if I'm not mistaken, he was the guy running our D-line drills at my pro day. So okay. he uh, <laughs> he got some good work out of us. And then um, then uh, my second year when Coach Coach Waffle came over, um, well, I guess he played under Coach Marinelli, so they had similar coaching styles and stuff like that. So I I knew who he was. Um, I guess kind of knew what his uh, individual individual drills were going to be like. But uh, you know, it's different once you get into a building and actually become you know teammates and coaches and stuff like that and you build a tighter bond 
and you see exactly what the coaches expect from players and stuff like that. So it's a, it's been an interesting run, but you know, I, every day I see he's coming from a great place in his heart, regardless if it's a good day or bad day for the D line. He he expects the most out of us, so. I, I know what to expect from him and just try to stay on his good side. When you, when you, you know, you talked about your gut when you walked into the building, was he one of the first people that you met with with the Cowboys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was those early meetings like? Um, well, he, you know, like kind of like you said, he was excited to even have this opportunity um, that I even had a chance to come here. Uh, and, you know, regardless of what was going to happen, you know, he, you know, kept making his pitch, kept making his pitch. Um but lo and behold, if he didn't already know, I kind of already, my gut already told me where to go. So right, 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 right. <laughs> I couldn't, of course, I couldn't tell him at the moment, but, you know, I just had to keep, you know, going on through it. And, um, you know, like I said, he, he definitely was excited. You know, he showed some, you know, some Tampa clips, some some Chicago clips, some of the guy, the great Hall of Famers, let me take that back, <laughs> you know, that he's coached over the years and what he expects from us you mm-hmm. know even you know we haven't reached those the hall of fame type level yet so i mean that's just the, what he expects for guys to play at a hall of fame type level because he's done it at multiple places now is another opportunity this year to, to see what we can do you know under 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 his watch talking to cowboys defensive end robert quinn has coach marinelli given you a nickname <laughs> um nickname uh no he just called me Robert. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, Robert. I mean, not, nothing yet. Um, I mean, you know, it's actually some of the fans have came up with a million of different nicknames. But from Like from, what? Well, you know, of course, Bobby, you got a Roberto, you know, just yeah. whatever they can think right. of. You know, I'm hearing it all. But uh, as far as coach, I haven't caught one yet. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. What is your current <laughs> hot boys status? You're, uh, are you a hot boy? Are you a fringe hot boy? Do you have the potential to get entry into the hot boys? Do you have to get a certain number of sacks? What's the status? Um, well, I'm knocking on the door, you know, see if, <laughs> see if they let me in the club. Um, <laughs> no, I definitely haven't earned my stripes or passed to be technically called a hot boy. But, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, they they haven't opened the door and kicked me off yet. So, I mean, I guess I just keep knocking um, until uh, – Again, I, I get the opportunity to earn my earn the title as a hot boy. So, uh, but that only comes during the season. So, stay healthy and make some plays. Yep, stay healthy <laughs> and produce. Okay, so whenever uh, you know you have a guy, you know we're here, Cowboys guys. So we haven't been following you closely. So whenever you do an interview, every every guy does the same thing. He goes and looks up your football reference. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Football Reference, it lists three nicknames for you. <laughs> so you tell me if anybody is calling you any of these nicknames because uh-huh. it's listed right here. Black Lightning, Elroy, or Gumby. <laughs> what are the stories on those? Do you, and does anybody really call you those nicknames? Uh, Black Lightning kind of started. It was, uh, I guess, around my second year. Um, you know, I was kind of a speed rusher, and, you know, we were just getting in, getting into it. Um, and it was, you know, Chris Long was the other guy, you know, on, on the other side. And nickname just started going around. And I don't know. I just kind of took Black Lightning. Um, Elroy, actually... <laughs> I had that since like high school, you know. Uh, you know, it's actually a dance back home in South Carolina. Really? Called, you know, crank that Elroy, and I went to North Carolina. One of the only South Carolina guys, Elroy, just happened to be a kind of a catchy name. So mm-hmm. that's how Elroy. I actually got a Rottweiler now that I named him Elroy. So. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> then uh, I'm sorry. In the Gum- last one, Gumby. Gumby. Uh, 
well, if you ask Ty, you just you say the way my body moves and the way my feet turn and I guess the way I can contort my body is right. how you get the like the gumby. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> That's how you get the gumby uh the title. But I literally everyone has some different name for me and it's as long as it's not disrespectful, I really, yeah. I really don't care what you call me. I, I would never want to disrespect you. Uh, we're talking to the great Robert Quinn on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. So back in 2013, you had 19 sacks with the Rams, 34 QB hits in that season. What was it about that season where that everything came together for you? And uh, do you feel like the environment is right or everything's right for you to fall back in and have some monster season like that again? Um, well, it was similar to a system like this. Um, you know, we didn't have to, you know, we weren't trying to pull D linemen off to, to get, you know, either linebackers or, or DBs on the field to rush the quarterback. They left the D line alone and let us handle our job. So, uh, and again, that's it. As you see what they kind of do here, you know, let the D-line go handle their business. So, um, you know, that was the one year I got to play an actual, I guess, a true four, four you know, four down front. Um, you know, and I had to take advantage of it. So, you know, again, knock on wood, you now I got another opportunity here. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm just been working my tail off, not just me, everyone else, but, you know, just trying to make sure I still – can prove to these guys it wasn't a, a waste of a trade. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I hold myself to a higher standard than I'm sure they do you know, in, the le- in the building. So, I mean, I hold it upon myself to get back to not that, you know, I, to do better than that. You know, honestly, my, wow. my standards are yeah. extreme. Even yeah. though, <laughs> but I keep those to myself. Sure, of course. <laughs> Talking to Robert Quinn here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. What is your personality like away from football? Um... I'm like I'm pretty much like this 24/7. Um, super chill. Super chill, calm, cool, and collected. You know, guys. I guess when I, I raise or hear me raise my voice, something's probably extremely wrong. But I'm pretty much <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much calm, cool, and collected. You know, guy. And even on the field, you know, guys are riled and yelling. I'm all right. What's the play? Let's go. Right. <laughs> you know, of course, after a sack or something, you get high for like two seconds, but then I'm back to. All right, come on, let's just play some football. But I might just be my countryside, coming from South Carolina, just very mellow, low-key. Or maybe I just, that's what I'm supposed to do, so no need to get overexcited. I don't know, but this is really just who I am. I don't, I'm just a very chill, laid-back type of guy. So you're you're not even 30 yet, right? Not yet. Correct. (laughs) What are you, 28, 29? 29. 29 years old, so you haven't even turned 30 yet. You've got a 19-sack season on, on your resume. You're going to be in a very defensive line-friendly scheme here. Mm-hmm. And you also may not be double-teamed a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll get some for sure. So is this your is this a huge opportunity for you to go get your next contract, essentially? I mean, this this is a contract year, correct? Only got, I only have one year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like if uh, – if I, I guess what I'm saying, if Robert Quinn was a stock, I would go heavy in that stock because I think you're going to have a huge year. And if you do that, you're able to be a free agent coming off a huge year. Is that in your mind? Um, I mean, it's of course you think about it, but honestly, is I, I think trying to break that down into two parts. You got to start with how you play on the field first, because if you look at the contract and don't do what you're supposed to do on the field, you completely, you know, shoot yourself in the foot. So I mean, of course, I know what I have to face. I know I'm getting a little bit older. Um, but I mean, and, and only here on a one-year deal. But uh, 
honestly, I you know, I haven't really thought about no contract. You know, I just really, like I said earlier, I just want to prove to myself that I still got it, can still put up those type numbers and, and, and just be happy and satisfied with myself. Um, I mean, I, of course, I haven't. I made some good money, um, and I try to save as much as possible. But, I mean, it's it's just – I want to, again, I want to get back to being happy and putting up those type of numbers is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is there, um, do you have a, a football role model? Like, you know, obviously you're gifted physically and athletically to be in this position, but you got to do the hard work and know certain things. So how did you get to here? Who was the, the sort of football mentor for you? <laughs> if there was one. Um, it was kind of my, I mean, there's, of course, people supporting, but I mean, I wanted it for myself. You know, no one had to force me to get up in the morning. No, you know, had to force me to go work. Even to this day, you know, I get up at, I'm working out at six, six thirty in the morning. That's just who I am, mm-hmm. and I've been that way since, again, since high school, middle school. Getting up early, get your work done, so you're not, I guess, uh, contemplating or, or making up excuses why you can't work because now something. So I rather, you know, I'm just a guy. Get your work done, um, and. and basically a self I guess in a sense self-motivator um, because you know if you allow someone else to motivate you well they can stop motivating you, hmm. motivating you too so I mean so basically all my life I've been I just you know did on my own of course with support and around me but well I was my own motivator talking to Robert Quinn of the Dallas Cowboys on the Ben and Skin Show 105.3 The Fan you mentioned your Rottweiler Elroy <laughs> so did you consider getting a tiny poodle well, see, here's here's the thing. My rookie year, got, well, my wife a Shih Tzu, so that was the first dog. So she's, I guess, eight nine eight years is eight years old. Um, so I have a Shih Tzu, <laughs> so named Sophie, um, and she's she is actually the boss. <laughs> Over the Rottweiler. Over the Rottweiler. Wow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's crazy, but uh, I mean, you know, she's the OG around the house. She she want to make sure. Look, don't come over here messing up what I had unstarted so right. the Shih Tzu was the, the first edition and then yeah Elroy he's probably about shoot how old is he now almost he's pushing a year getting close to a year so uh, it's, it's been an interesting journey for me with the, with these dogs you thinking about a third I want to get another Rottweiler <laughs> so, poor uh, Sophie yeah, well then I'm sure I have to get another Shih Tzu as well so <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great way to end this bad boy Robert thank you so much for joining us we look forward to watching yes, this sir. year man thank you for having me there he goes Robert Quinn why why if you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 